what we do is we utilize running through the system to figure out, okay, what organ or gland started this, or it was a mineral deficiency. It could be mechanical, emotional, but the electricity and the frequency coming from the system will actually tell you the answer. And that's how you can backtrack a, where is it actually coming from? But then what nutrition will actually work for this person? Because if you have twins come in that have the exact same kidney disease, what supplement might work for that one will do nothing for the other person, even though they have the exact same genetics, which is very um, confusing as well too, because that comes back into our, our belief system and environment, but that's how we want to do it. So that's how we do it. Um, and again, it's making sure that they're on the right stuff for the actual s- source, not their symptom. Greetings, hello, good day, wherever you are in this beautiful world. Thank you so much for joining True Hope Cast, the official podcast of True Hope Canada. Today, I've got the pleasure of talking with certified health and wellness coach and herbalist, Evan Doherty. Evan also has a diploma in kinesiology, acupressure and iridology and has his first class certification through the Shotai organization and has worked alongside the founder, Terry Bell, for over a decade. Today, we are going to be discussing the right nutrition at the right time. Enjoy the show. Okay, Evan, well, thank you so much for being on the show. I really appreciate your time today. How are you? I'm doing great, man. Thanks for having me. Of course. Now I'm excited to get into some interesting stuff. Why yes. don't you tell us a little bit about your journey, your personal journey into natural health? For sure. Um, so I started, well, ever since I was born, I can always remember having some sort of drawness to helping others. Like for example, if we got uh, an allowance or something, I would have no problem seeing somebody that didn't have enough. I was like, oh, they can take mine. I always wanted to make sure somebody else didn't feel left out or felt better in a state of mind for anything. So I went to school originally for a child and youth worker because I wanted to, uh, again, just make sure people weren't living their life in a negative or uh, unhappy or unhealthy state. Um, But little did I know that's not the direction I was really going to go in. So I I was going to school for child and youth worker trying to figure out, is this really what I want? Uh, And then I had some instances with myself that impacted my health. Nothing major. I just uh, had a really bad case of poison ivy and um, it actually went, started to go internally. So I was hospitalized and then the doctors do what they do, which is what they're taught to do. So prednisone and uh, load me up with some steroids and I was somewhat getting better and then ended up as uh, the world would have it. I would fell into a an old barn wall, which was into like a yellow jacket or nest or hive and got stung just repeatedly, like you would see in a movie. Wow. So because of the prednisone from the doctors, my immune system at the time was pretty much just wiped out, allowing the venom from the bees to just take over. So I go into one of the worst anaphylactic shocks that I think the small town that I grew up in has seen. And uh, after that and getting released from the hospital, I was never the same. Energy just bottomed out always didn't even really have that natural health looking like the color it was just off and i couldn't uh i didn't have the energy to hang out with friends or do much so life was pretty kind of uh bleak so to say then uh all of a sudden i have a family friend who goes hey well this guy comes from manitoba he's got this really different um technique he looks at your eyes and your tongue and does this weird kind of uh like frequency muscle testing 
and you kind of can figure out what's happening and then get you better with nutrition and supplements. I'm like, sign me up, see what we can do. Okay. So I meet this gentleman and he does what he does, which we might explain later, but uh, it just, it's hard to comprehend. And I just was at my wits end. So I took the supplements that he suggested and then follow up being with the doctor. It was like, well, whatever you've done or keep doing it because all your numbers, the liver enzymes, everything are right back up to par. I could feel like myself, my mom, my parents, everything knew that my energy was coming back. And I thought this was fascinating. So I ended up really diving into that aspect of health. So here I thought from a young age, I was going to be doing the emotional stuff, which I'm still fascinated with, but uh, that's what led me to be in the actual natural health industry and help people with all their physical ailments as well. Amazing. So your immune system was shot and then yeah. you went to... You, you, you spoke to this guy from Manitoba and he, what did he get you on? Like, what was it? What was the protocol? Can you remember? Yeah, well, one of them was a, a nice blend of milk thistle because milk thistle is a huge uh, blood cleanser and it helps support the different sections of the liver. Uh, when that goes down your whole lymphatic system and again, just your body can't deal with and process the toxins and stuff like a bee venom uh, that it, that is in it. So milk thistle is one, but he um, in Manitoba, the gentleman that I went, um, his name was Terry Bell, and he had a, an amazing blend of other herbs that he threw together. So it had to do with dulse and there was some cat's claw. Uh, but it was more about how he was addressing the body that really like, so if I went to him and said, yeah, but no, it's because of bee stings. It's because I'm full of toxins. I didn't have to tell him any of that. He just goes, no, but here's what your body is showing me that you need to take to support that. So that's the direction we went. Interesting. That's very yeah. interesting. Well, awesome. I'm glad that that was, uh, that that kind of found you and kind of, you know, it's interesting how those, those stories end up that person who ends up influencing you or supporting you or helping you or treating you yeah. kind of serendipitously got, you know, comes into your life. Exactly. So, um, yeah, I'm happy your friend, uh, let you know about that guy. That's, that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's changed my life completely in so many ways. Yeah. Yeah. So many of the amazing practitioners we speak to on this show all have a we'll have a story like that obviously very very different but you know you know yeah something happens and then something else happens and then it's like wow okay this is what i'm supposed to do this is maybe a little bit of a message yeah and that's that's the way it should be really because then you know that they're in it because it changed their life and they actually care care about doing it and that's where the change really happens so that's great wonderful awesome well today we're going to be discussing the right nutrition at the right time and as a kind of introduction, do you maybe can you maybe introduce that concept to us? Yeah, like so the right nutrition at the right time because this is very important because one of the things most people will hear if they start talking to people or family members about supplements, they go, "Oh, I took that B vitamin once and it didn't work." So really, what that comes down to is it's not the right stuff at the right time or the right amount. So that it really does make a big difference. Uh, the right nutrition is more so going towards not what you think. So there's a big difference of the symptoms that somebody's experiencing versus the source of where that's actually coming from. A long line to that introduction of what got me better with those herbs. So the right nutrition really comes down to, are you taking it like the right stuff for the right thing? So for example, if you have this rash that just will never go away and you've done the medical route and you got all the steroid creams and it's not really going away. So you go to the health food store and you're picking up everything that's advertised for rashes and rosacea and skin conditions, and it's not working. That's because it's not, you can't target the actual rash. That is just a symptom of an imbalance that something's happening from the inside. It could be from, uh, you know, 
uh, enzyme in the intestine off, or again, that part of the liver being jammed that filters it. So the right nutrition, first thing is to think about is, are you taking it for the right reason? That makes a huge difference. So the right nutrition, yeah, it, it's more about taking it, the right stuff, but also the amounts is an incredible thing because you could take uh, five micrograms of B12 and think that you're taking B12 and it didn't work. But at that time you could be requiring 1500 to actually take your headache away. So Absolutely, the, yeah. the first thing is making sure you're taking the actual right thing for you, not just for your, for your actual issue, not the symptom you've been dealing with for years. Yeah. You make a really good point in regards to, we obviously, whenever we feel there's an issue or we actually see an issue, whether it's a skin problem or we feel like a headache or something, yeah. we assume that that specific part of the body or that area is the affected area. So yeah. we might topically use something on our skin or we might take something that's like specific to one part of the body where, you know, we know as kind of looking more into a, like a, a functional medicine um, scenario that that's, we want to be looking for the root cause of an issue. And, you know, those symptoms that we might experience or feel or see aren't necessarily the, that, that root cause. And so we should be taking a step back and, and, you know, probably working with a health practitioner because yeah, if we've tried all the conventional, conventional things, and then we go to a health food store still, even then, you know, you might be on the right track using, trying to use natural medicine, but still making sure that you're working with, a, you know, a, a qualified health practitioner to guide you in the right direction and even give you the idea that, you know, maybe that skin rash is diet related or digestive related, you know, a lot of the foods that you're eating, you know, that, that doesn't really click for a lot of people. No, but that's actually where there's this big, big imbalance in life about so many people now with all these diseases and everybody now has got something that they're fighting because, and again, so I have, I tell people, all my clients, I have three children. So I am not against the medical system in any way, shape or form. If they break their arm, their appendix is about to burst. We're running to the hospital. I understand that we need to work together, but as a whole, every single thing in the body is completely connected. And once we can understand that, then more people are going to break out of this cage of sickness and experience freedom. Like, believe it or not, we actually had this one client who was suffering from headaches, going back to the headache topic for years and years and years, like just killing her insides with medicines to try and get that away. And it ended up actually the meridian in her big toe was jammed. But once she clicked it a little bit upwards, the headache instantly left and never went, never came back. I believe and it. That, that that's the connection, but a lot of doctors and it's not their fault. They are just trained that no, everything is completely separate. Diet doesn't have to do with it. And it's, it's and that's, that's where the big uh, underlying issue of not regaining actual wellness and health lies right there. Yeah, absolutely. And yeah, you can, as a medical practitioner or a health practitioner, you can only really work with the tools that you've been given and the training that you've been exactly, yeah. through. And it's yeah. quite tricky when you do look at the conventional model that it's set up in a quite redu reductionist standpoint rather than again, you know, looking, looking at the, at the whole body and the whole system. But I completely agree with you in regards that all, all of these um, health options, medical options should be synergistically working together because they absolutely all have their place. And um, yeah, you, you make a good point on that. So yeah. how a client coming into you, how would you kind of start determining that right nutrition for them specifically you know is it yeah individual well so that basically comes into the whole um art form of what it is that i really do right so um the 
the art form of what I'm doing is called Shote, but it's been, it basically it's utilizing all the other modalities that go back to like ancient Egypt of the healing and stuff. So what it is, is um, we utilize like the iridology and the reading of the tongue and the teeth, because this goes back to everything's connected. So when a client will come in, we'll get them to look up and look to the side. And we're just kind of looking into their eyes real quick because every single line, respect, daughter, color, everything relates directly to an organ or gland. And it is really, really fascinating. Um, still to this day, it kind of blows you away the things you can see because some little client will come up and just when they look that way, you can see that like the fourth chamber of their heart, the valve is not opening and closing properly, like within 0.5 of a second. And it took them like six months from the medical system just to get there. So then what we do is, and it shows on the tongue too, the exact same way. You can tell, you know, so much about themselves, but then it's called applied kinesiology. So this is called another form is muscle testing. And I love talking about this because a lot of people um, look at it as like quackery and doesn't work. And that's what I love because I always say, let's, yes, let's talk about the science of it because it is completely scientific. I'm just not wearing a white lab coat when I'm doing it. Sure. And the thing is, our cells in our body are split between electrons and protons, which are positive and a negative charge. Okay. So everything that we do is electricity. That's why we can touch an electric fence and get a shock. But then if I touched you, I get no shock. It would go onto you. That's how our body works. If your heart stops clear, the doctor will shock it or put a pacemaker in. So what we're going to do is a different type of muscle testing, which means realistically, if I touched your kidney, your heart, the lungs, and you put your arm out because it is a muscle that conducts electricity. And I push on your arm with a steady pressure. If the electricity in your heart is up to par, that will show in the arm. It'll stay as strong as it can. And we get these big, you know, think of the muscle man that think this is completely BS Can hold as strong as you can. You can just take one little finger. If you touch their prostate or the, the kidney reflex, that's weak and just touch it. The whole arm will fall. doesn't matter how much they try and keep it up. It's like a fuse being pulled in a car. It just doesn't work. So what we do is we utilize running through the system to figure out, okay, what organ or gland started this, or it was a mineral deficiency. It could be mechanical, emotional, but the electricity and the frequency coming from the system will actually tell you the answer. And that's how you can backtrack a, where is it actually coming from? But then what nutrition will actually work for this person? Because if you have twins come in that have the exact same kidney disease, what supplement might work for that one will do nothing for the other person, even though they have the exact same genetics, which is very um, confusing as well too, because that comes back into our, our belief system and environment, but that's how we want to do it. So that's how we do it. Um, and again, it's making sure that they're on the right stuff for the actual source, not their symptom. Interesting. And so would you use somebody's intake form and looking at their, what they are experiencing, what they're coming in for to kind of guide you where you would use the, the muscle testing? Actually, one of the things that we, um, make it clear on our introduction video, if you're in our waiting room for the first time, or when they come in, I don't want to know a single thing about you, your past, nothing. Don't even and we've actually had clients, we've had people come in um, acting like they are on death's door. And in fact, there's nothing wrong just to want to see if they'll go, oh, yeah, yeah, this is, we better load you up on some products here and get you out when okay. it's like, why, why'd you come? Like the body doesn't lie. So yeah, that's actually one of the things we don't want to know a single thing because then we don't want to be going, okay, well, biased on this, it must be this because then we're no different than just saying, okay, we'll try this and come back later we're going to listen to the actual frequency of the body and then that'll, we'll get the results. Yeah. That's, that's cool because you, you're working with a blank page there, right? And you're 100%, a, yeah. allow, allowing the body to kind of work 
with the practitioner and the and the and the instruments that the, you you use and yeah of course you know the body is a an electromagnetic organism so you know using that type of equipment you know makes perfect sense to me that you'd be able to you know work with those very specific strengths and frequencies and, and yeah. yeah that's cool it is and that's why we get a lot of people come in when they're wife or someone got great results and then they drag their husband that's so stubborn to come in because we're not a doctor and then as soon as you start looking at their eyes or their tongue and start muscle testing and you tell them something about themselves right off the bat that they didn't even tell their wife they go okay there's something to this yeah it's really cool to see that that's cool and i'm sure you've got so many examples of that happening yeah that's awesome um I love what you, you just, you mentioned kind of about the, the twin thing, you know, like they've got someone coming with, you've got the exact same genetics, but their treatment plan might be very, very different. So can you talk about like, you know, can we all benefit from the same, like, you know, healthy food? Yeah. Well, see right off the hop, like, of course, because our bodies are designed to be fueled properly. Right. So the healthy food in general, like, the healthier you eat, the better your body will respond. So it is. And then there's all those uh, modalities that like eat for your blood type and things like that, which is, um, I've got some really good guidelines for sure, but that's what it falls into this like twin category that everyone is so different. Right. Um, so yeah, everybody, everyone can benefit from eating better, but it all comes down to the actual state and the mindset of what they're in. And that's, that's the interesting part. And an example of this would more so be like, this is what a lot of people will ask me. Well, how come my brother is like a raging alcoholic, smokes two packs a day, doesn't put a celery stick in his mouth ever, right? And doesn't complain about anything. And yet I work out at the gym and I'm eating right, taking supplements and my shoulder hurts all the time or sometimes my stomach bothers me. Well, number one, it comes, this comes back to the mindset because you're actually in tuned to actually listen to where the body's telling you something's off. Um, but then they're not stressing and worrying about it, which is a huge issue because those people are actually sick. There's no way they can be healthy, but they're not consciously worrying about it, which actually brings that on themselves. Because that's also why some people can eat eggs one day, feel great, and then eat them the next day. And all of a sudden they're in the bathroom twice before lunch. It's all to do with the state they're actually consciously in to not be stressed or relaxed. But yeah, and that really comes down to, um, staples like wheat bread white sugar like the the man-made sugar just those two right there those are the ones that every single person if they stop eating those would notice such benefits and jumps in their health that they wouldn't even know where to begin what to do with themselves yeah i completely agree with you there are you know my nutritional practice that would be a very very common thing that a lot of people um, even if it wasn't like a big concern for them and they yeah. can eat those foods and they feel fine. But, you know, we, we, um, over periods of time, we kind of settle and get comfortable in our uncomfortableness. Yeah. That, that that's a great thing because yeah. I, I tell my clients that it technically takes like around 72 hours for a wrong food and the symptom you're experiencing wrong food to actually leave the body. So if you're say eating, um, like if you're really celiacs and stuff like that. And you're eating a lot of wheat, which is obviously bad example, because you shouldn't be doing that. But if you are, um, then you're going to feel just sluggish, tired. You might even give you heart palpitations that you're trying to figure out from the doctor. It comes from a raw food. It all starts from that. But then you eat it Monday and then you go, well, I didn't eat it Tuesday. So it couldn't be that, but 72 hours. So if you did twice a week, that's your entire week with you suffering from those symptoms. And then you'd never piece it together. And then you live your whole life suffering from something that's just completely diet related. 
Absolutely. And people end up identifying as like a fatigued or low energy individual. And then, you know, you give them a couple of days off a specific food. And yeah, as you say, like the, the fog lifts and the energy increases. Yeah. Now, it's just remarkable how quickly that happens. It is. And that's, that's one of the things I'll say to a client that, um, because when you're muscle testing, look at the eyes for a lot of people there, let's just try this, but there's just as much as people that are skeptic and I, they should be skeptic. You should never jump into something without letting it prove itself to you. That's hands down. So I'll tell them if at the end of the assessment, they're still like, mm, you might just be trying to sell me something. I'll say, then these foods I, I just mentioned here, don't eat them for, give yourself at least two weeks. Like just don't eat them for two weeks and then go eat them again and watch how you feel. And then they always come right back in and go, well, I thought I was gonna do that just to prove you wrong. And like, holy energy, everything sleep improves. It's all to do with the food. Yeah, that's great. I love that. Um, in regards to the, the, the organ and muscle testing kits, what's the actual, like, what's the pro like, what's the machine called? Like, just so I get the terminology, right? Well, what, so uh, yeah, great, great question. I'll explain that, but how we're actually doing that, which is why it takes more people, uh, um, harder to get grasp around is we are, there's no machine that we're using and we're using the actual person themselves. Okay. So basically if you were standing in front of me, I would be in front of you, right? And I would be touching like the lung reflex and I'll go over to the kidney. And then if you push on their arm, that's what shows it. So there's no machine, okay. but there, what there is some older ones called like a bio, um, a biofeedback. Yeah. 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 Biofeedback and bioresonance is close, but biofeedback where you could actually, um, touch something and it'll show you the reading of the electricity on that organ. Yeah. And like, before to get certified with what we're doing, you actually had to, um, the person wanted to make sure that you could be within like five points of the actual machine. Interesting. That's really cool. I like that. Yeah, it is. Um, in, what about like, um, I'm just thinking about like emotional trauma that people, um, like kind of carry around with them. They might not be aware of. So like, let's call it like childhood trauma, um, that might be more like kind of more psychological and emotional rather than something physical. Yeah. Do you have an experience with that actually manifesting as, disease or dis-ease oh, within adults absolutely like that's so basically mm. if you can balance out your emotions and let things truly go and not carry things from a childhood and not eat sugar and bread just those two staples there you would have healthy healthy people because stress is the killer stress is what makes you think negative which makes your body and your cells which are listening to that so how that works. And it's, it's true. So basically if, um, I would just got my driver's license and I'm driving down a car and some guy in a red car cuts me off. And that just irritates me that I just can't get over for some reason. I just couldn't get over it. So that's, that's a very little thing in life. But if I didn't actually deal with that, I'm now going to be, if you're 45 driving down and you see some guy in a red car, you're going, that son of a, and you're just angry just because it, it's a subconscious connection that you're holding. Right. And our cells, our nervous system, our body and organs are always listening to what is around us. So basically that's why if we see something fearful, the adrenals will kick in and do that. But how do they know what we're seeing? It comes from the nervous system that is sending the message to the organs and glands. And with what we're looking at is what the actual organs and glands are listening to. So that's why you've probably seen those things where they say, I love you to plants or I hate you to plants and one grows and one dies. Yeah. Right. So it, it's that same scenario. So if those emotions are trapped in there, the organs and glands are listening to that. And that's, that's basically where people can't get their blood pressure under control. 
Um, the heart's just cardiomyopathy. It's just through the roof, headaches, um, upset stomach. If they go through the panel and there's no parasites and they're um, checking their diet, but they have diarrhea and upset stomach all the time, that's purely emotional. Because if someone said they fell in love with you or out of love with you, you always feel it in your stomach first, no matter what. Oh, what's going to happen here, right? If you hold on to that, it just spreads to other organs and, and glands. And there's actually a chart like, like, like anger and frustration and guilt and suicide and all these things go to different organs. And then if they don't let that go, that's what does organ gets manifests as the disease. Like liver is anger, right? So if you're angry all the time, you are going to have an anger problem. Or if your body was acceptable to cancers, you can pretty much tell it's going to go right into the liver. Yeah, like just just like an emotion like anger or rage, frustration, whatever. Yep. All of those things carry with them a you know a frequency and an energetic charge for our body. And that energy has to go somewhere. Exactly. Right. So yep. if we're not if we're consistently in an angry state and we're having like, you know, thousands of micro angry moments during the day, yeah, obviously that energy manifests because we 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 manifest it through our um senses. It goes through to our body. We experience anger. We experience that energy and that frequency. And yeah, and it's got to go somewhere. And as you say, like our organs are associated with with, with different with um different emotions. Yep. And that's where we'll see. And that's when you can use such amazing ancient medical practices, whether that's you know Chinese medicine or Ayurvedic medicine, that does so yeah. much to do with like organs, emotions, using pulse tongue eye diagnosis you know yeah. i think it's um once you once you i think once people learn a little bit more about that and then they understand that our bodies are like just these electromagnetic organisms yeah then the, the things we're talking about make a lot more sense because a lot of people would listen to this and maybe think okay this is just like airy fairy quackery nonsense yeah, but yeah. unfortunately like it, it, it stands up to the actual biology and the, the science of what we what, of what we are that's exactly what I mean. What we're talking about is scientific, but they're not going to believe that because to achieve like complete health, you have to use everything around you. And that's talking about your emotions and you got to deal with those. So the people that are going would listen to this and go, that's BS. Well, then they're just going to continue to take their counterfeit prescription medicines until the day they, they pass away. Yeah. They've decided to you know listen to this and then choose an emotion like denial. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. that goes somewhere, and yeah, again, it's all it's all super connected, and that's what makes that's what makes this type of um, practice incredibly fascinating. Because yeah, it's 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 wild. It's like pure Sherlock stuff. Everything is connected. Yeah, that's right. Cool. Um, in your on your website, you discuss the importance of revisiting clients every three months. Can you tell us about the kind of importance of that um, that duration? Yeah, yeah. Because well, so because otherwise most people will go to the doctor because they've been suffering with something for so long. And then it's like, so the disease or imbalance has already manifested. And now you're trying to rapidly take a medicine just so you don't feel that anymore. The better type of health that you should, everybody should be doing is just being proactive and preventative health. So with the arts that we do and looking at the eyes and the tongue and the muscle testing, it's coming back to the source versus the symptom. So when we are assessing somebody, even if they've been a client of ours for 25 years and they're feeling great, they keep coming back every three months because scientifically every three months, the body's changing with the seasons. And when it changes different organs or glands that might've not shown up at this time, that now that they're kind of in an overdrive or working will present itself a different imbalance or symptom. So when we're assessing the body every three months, what we're doing is looking to see, okay, well, what's about to occur. So it's always going to show you 
um, what could come next or what is about to become weak. And then if you get on top of that sooner, then you just continue your life instead of all of a sudden doing good, good, good. And then next week, what happened to Charlie? Oh, Charlie's in the emergency, right? It's like just understanding that health is a lifestyle. So you actually have to be proactive and be preventative to continue living that way. And every three months is just when the body will definitely change and something comes up. And that's basically why they call it seasonal allergies and stuff because, oh, well now it's this time and I'm experiencing this and different pains or it's, it's because of the weather, this joint is acting up. It's actually because there's, there's a shift biologically in the inside now. So we got to see what nutrition is needed at this time. Cool. I think, um, I think we've touched on this a couple of times during our conversation already, because I feel that so many of us who are experiencing physical discomfort or dis-ease is because we have this like big disconnect between our mind and our body. And we kind of touched on it in regards to, you know, we experience something happening in the world yeah, and we have an emotion that's attached to that and we feel, and you know, we just automatically kind of feel it. And it's usually all kind of like on the negative side of the emotion. So I just yeah. wanted to ask you like, how important is our, you know, our mindset and our thoughts and being conscious of those, um, part of the process during like, you know, a healing experience or a client working with you, like how important is like somebody's like mindset? So that is like one of the best questions because that, and I know a lot of people that do different modalities and stuff like acupuncture reflect, they're going to say, why would he say that? Why would he say that? But that it is number one, it is the most important thing. So you cannot, and people will say that when I tell my clients, they go, well, so if I just think better, I don't need to come see you. It's like, no, our bodies are made up of amino acids and vitamins and minerals. Like that's the compound structure of our vessel here. You need to take nutrition. you got to take care of your body. you got to eat right. You can't neglect that. But it is the thoughts that control everything, every cell, every action in our entire body. And an example of this would be the placebo effect. Like pretty much every medicine that's ever invented goes against the placebo effect. And I'm pretty sure if you dig into it, the placebo effect is always winning. That's because they've even actually done uh, it's very unethical, but they've done like fake surgeries and stuff on people to experiment with this and say, yeah. it's all better. And guess what? They are better, right? So the mind is everything. So that, that is definitely uh, what it is. And it is on the negative aspect because you can, um, if something happens and it's one of the, oh, you won the lottery or something and you want just say $25 and you're like, what, a, this is a great positive thing for me. You might celebrate that for about a half an hour, but you'll still then continue the rest of your day talking about something that happened to you when you're 16 and how that pisses you off. Yeah. So we hold the negative way more. And internally, if you can write down, if, you, if we went through our day and wrote down every time we complained about something, everyone would be shocked about how much they were actually living in a negative dialogue and then wondering why those three affirmations of saying I'm happy and healthy aren't working because they're doing nothing against the thousands and thousands of negative yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I think I think you're spot on with that. I think yeah, like probably something north of ninety five percent, I reckon, of most people's thoughts, yep. one are subconscious and they're just automatically happening to us because, right. you know, we're you know we're kind of dominated by our limited senses and we kind of experience the world through through that, and we experience, we think, kind of automatically, and then we you know we might have a physical manifestation of something you know going on, and yeah, we we just get into a state of maybe anger or negativity or something like that. And it happens so quickly, so fast. And it's yes. you know, literally just been, you know, programmed over years. But as you say, you know, if we were to be able to slightly 
shift our mindset first of all just becoming conscious of your thoughts you know thinking about what you're thinking about exactly that's step number one yeah it's totally step number one as you say like you know a good practice would be to start writing things down or making a tick tick checklist because it's really important because your your thoughts can completely change your biochemistry and yep. they can turn you from an angry person into a joyful person yep. and you will be i think people will be absolutely blown away in regards to actually how much evidence and science there is that shows um what that will actually do to your to your phys to your physical body and how your body will start coding genetics to heal you rather than keep you in a state of inflammation and sickness that's exactly it. like our body every about seven years right we're completely different cells from head to toe so it's we are always regenerating and that's why you need to give it attrition but the cells are saying okay like this is in control so it's going okay tell us what to do what do you want what do you want so if you're negative all the time yeah that healing is never going to occur that rash will never really heal up no matter what you do so that is it's number one. And I have actually had many clients throughout the years that are in just arthritis is a big one. Like they will say it's arthritic, just pain. I can't move my neck to the side so much and just pain. And if we were actually assessing them and go, you know what? That's emotional. You're crazy. You're crazy. You're crazy. And then all of a sudden they'll come, you'll see them like a year later. And uh, it's an actually example of a lady that was, we saw her boss passed away and her boss was just this controlling, very negative on her person. And at, we were telling her that it's emotional. As soon as he passed away, she was like two weeks later, I was, the drugs must have kicked in from the doctors because my arthritis just it left and I'm pain-free. It's completely connected. And once we understand that everything we do, every thought actually has significance to our health, then we're off to the races. That's for sure. Why do you think that um, so much of people's thoughts are, let's put it in a box of negativity and, you know, and how that holds us back? Yeah, that's, see, that's, that's, that's a great question. Uh, why? Well, first of all, one of the things is that our brain is uh, neuroplasticity, right? So it's always actually when you go to bed and you wake up the next day, every day of your life, you're a different person technically because different neural pathways have rewired and it's changing. But because we focus on the negative, even from, it's probably a lot to do with our upbringing and environment for sure. But once you really start to focus on that, that's what the pathways of your brain start to actually produce and run with. It's just an automatic um, system. Like when you start your computer, it just loads up and knows what you want to do with how you left it. So that's the program your brain's on. And until we can actually become aware that we can actually change the pathways with just thinking better or more positive, then that'll disappear. But a lot of it is because we're just, we're running on autopilot. That's, yeah. that's what a lot of it is. I yeah. believe. And yeah. then obviously um, the way the world is, doesn't help at all. And then people really just, yeah, they just want to hang on to that negative. And yeah, I think, I think there's a, a, an element of like addiction to the actual biochemistry that happens from feeling negatively. Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah. yeah. That's great. And we also like, we normalize negativity. I think, mm -hmm. I think that um, I also think that when we say, Oh, hi, how you doing? And then we all say, Oh, good. You know, I think that we're, I think yeah. we're in this charade because I think, you know, I try and be really honest with people when like, I'll try and tell them an honest, you know, try and be honest about, oh, you know, I'm going good. I'm a little bit tired. You know, my baby was up all night, but yeah. we, we, we kind of play a little bit of a, a facade. We lie to ourselves and we lie to other people about like how, how we, how we really are. Yeah. So we're kind of internally confused about what to think and feel many, many times of the day. Absolutely. Yeah. That's, that's true. And that, that, 
that can go into um, a different kind of category too of how we, because we've been talking about how we are electric beings. So I encourage anybody that actually listens to this that thinks electricity, you guys are crazy to do your research because you're going to become holy. Everything is connected like that. And then frequencies, you said emotions hold frequencies. Um, thoughts are frequencies too, right? So if everybody is kind of at a lower vibration in life, then they are bombarded with those kind of more negative thoughts as well too. And once you can actually do things in life to pick yourself up, scientifically, you are actually vibrating at a higher frequency. And then those little tedious ones about how, uh, I don't know if that paycheck will come in on time or if little things like, oh, I got to cut the grass today and you're doing it negative, just don't exist in that realm. And then you can get better and better and better. That's another thing too. So we're also collectively all in that same negative little complaining scale. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we all we all massively connect when it comes to things like that. Right, even, yeah. even even worldwide. I'm I'm part of a few meditation groups that meditate from different parts of the world and kind of, you know, all focus on specific things. And yeah. it's uh yeah, it's remarkable stuff. It's it's really quite fascinating when you look into the the energetics of it all. It is, yeah, absolutely. Awesome. Well, um, how can people get a hold of you? How can people connect with you and learn more information? Yeah, well, I have uh, my website, which is uh, healthjourney.ca is one of them. Um, and they can also, you can check that out on Facebook and things like that too. Um, and then, so healthjourney.ca, um, healthjourney.outlook.com is my email. Um, that's that's the most direct way. Um, cool. And where, so where are you located exactly? And do you do remote sessions? You know what? I don't do remote sessions. Um, this is one of the things that people kind of ask and get a little bit upset when I say I don't because they go, well, this person did. And, and that's, that, that's great. But because of how I test with health, natural physicality of the organ and how it's in that state, I personally, it's just me personally, I like to be able to be there and touch that reflex of the organ to get, I know, bang on, that's what I was doing. But remote, I can definitely do the um, you know, with pictures of your eyes and your tongue and things like that. And then I can analyze that and say, well, Oh, I see this, or oh, look at that, that little disc by your spine. There's got calcification on it. And then we can at least talk like you and I are doing to get you in the right direction on nutrition from where you're from with still nutrition that's been taken for the actual issue, not the symptom. So you'll see improvements that way. And I, I'm just outside of Winnipeg. Okay. Perfect. Well, yeah. we'll make sure that all the uh, all that information to connect with you is available in the show notes. That's awesome. Awesome. Um, that's great. I really appreciate your time today. Thank you very much. Thank you so much for having me. No, of course. I, I think uh, I think some of the topics we've spoken about today, especially when it comes to the mind and body and and the, and the energetics, I'm sure we can get back on and and sp speak a little bit more specifically about that because it's a topic that I'm very fascinated about. Yeah. That's great. And uh, something I think a lot of people need to learn more about for sure. Absolutely. Awesome. Okay. Well, as I said, um, for more information about anything we've spoken about in this episode, please see the show notes. Don't forget to subscribe if you have not already. Thank you so much for listening. This is True Hope Cast, the official podcast of True Hope Canada. We will see you next week. <laughs>